Hey guys, don't be a bick. Pen. It's the M word! Hello and welcome to the M word of Millennial Podcast by Millennials. I'm Connor. And I'm Kyle. What's going on, man? How you doing? Nothing. We started a podcast, Connor. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Big deal alert. I thought we were only going to do one. I didn't know this was going to be like a weekly thing. We've done 12, Kyle. No, that's not true. We've done test after test after test. A majority of them were just you bawling yeah, for and 30 the other, minutes. Well, the other half, though, were just you being racist, which is just weird. It's really hard to cut out all the racial slurs out of every one of our podcasts. I have to get my my racial editing scissors and just cut around everything. But wh- I mean, it's all racist against white people, though, so I guess that's fine. Is that okay? White people. <laughs> just a special special editing software called Slurcut. We cut oh, your slurs. Good. <laughs> oh, good. Um. No, I'm doing good. I'm really. Yeah. I'm so happy. And and thank you to everyone who has who has listened to the first episode and is listening right now in in your ear holes to this episode because the fact that I am talking and Connor is talking Connor talk hi and the and the fact that you hear that right now is astounding and we have power over you and we will over overthrow we will overthrow we will overthrow ourselves yep anybody anybody gets in our way you're getting overthrown. Guess Thank what? you for listening. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure we probably didn't fulfill so many expectations that were set up when people started listening. Like, I'm, I imagine they saw the M word and like how official it looked, and they were like, "Oh my god, finally some intelligent millennials ready to take over the patriarchy." Finally. With more patriarchy. More white male More patriarchy. straight white male patriarchy. Exactly. Finally. I did, the change I, we need. I did run into my first problem, though, talking about this show in person with another person where, and I mean, a part of the charm of the M word is that it's kind of ambiguous. You don't know what it is at first until it's a millennial podcast by millennials. Right. And they just kind of looked at me, first of all, because I think they thought I said the N word. And I mean, I'm the most white. So I I normally just skip ends in any words um, because I'm afraid of where it's going to take me. And so I think there was just some confusion. Oh, so and that's why you've been calling me Koher. Koher. Hey, Koher. Yeah, no, most of the time I just call you co-host and just stick with that. That's your that's your new name to me. This is my assistant, Koher. Uh, Koher. Hello, Koher. Koher, how's your, how's your week going? Uh, it's good. It's it was a good one, um, and a bad one. Okay. First, uh, my my girlfriend left because I'm in a long distance relationship, and she Connor, you went know, back. You, despite her leaving, you are still worthy of love, and I um, just we're all here for you. We're all here for you. So see, that's actually a really nice thing to say. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I know you, and I know that's trash. I know every one of those words mean a stab at something. Inside my wait. Heart. When you said your girlfriend left you, no, she didn't leave me. Uh, she went back to see. I there we go. There's the jokes. The jokes. All the jokes on Kyle. I'm sad. No, it's it is a sad time. She's gone three yeah. hours ahead again. 
Um, and we're figuring that shit out, and it's fine. We did have date night yesterday. Update on the relationship with Connor. That's all that this is. That first thing happened. That was a sad time. Wait, Second actually, can I happened, comment on that really quickly? Yeah, go ahead. Because I'm friends with her on Facebook, and she posted uh, to sublet her apartment in New York City, and she said the rent for the person is $1,600, and I accidentally threw up all of her, everything. Just looking at that number as an apartment rental number. Yeah. So if uh, if you're a friend of mine or Kyle's and you need to sublet an apartment in New York, go ahead and hit me up and we'll I'll get you connected. You'll Provided get a nice. Provided you have thirty two thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. That's not that's not the number, but no, it's close. But no, it's not. Um, hit me up. It's in a lovely area next to. Uh, Oh shit, Kyle! You gotta cut that out. I can't tell. <laughs> okay. I can't be saying. Like, I'll cut that out. I think we need to cut some of that shit out. It's it, no. It's bleeped out. <laughs> it's bleeped out. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, so because now it's if someone looks me up, they're gonna find the girlfriend. They're gonna find. So we gotta cut some of that shit out. You, anyway, you need to delete your Facebook because they're. I mean, everybody knows everything about you. Anyway, thank you, that, Facebook. Clearly. The uh, the second thing that happened to me this week was also on Facebook, um, and you know I'm I'm a pretty hard advocate for not having divisive conversations on Facebook because yeah. I don't think they do anything. I don't think they benefit anyone just because of the nature of the internet. However, I succumbed to that that lovely lovely aroma and oh, no. and 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 persuasion of oh, no. getting into a fight. Yeah, so I I posted a thing. I shared a thing that was about a gentleman who par- participated in a buyback program for two assault rifles or AR15 style rifles oh, in yeah. Miami and for that the police department was buying back guns. And I thought that was super cool. Yeah. He did a whole deal about how like he didn't want to be a part of that anymore, seeing the violence that was done. He's like, here you go. He'd say, and now I get money. I'm just He's just selling his guns, which is, like, fine. Right. Um, that, that's happened more and more, especially in Florida after Parkland. Um, most of them saying, I really love shooting an AR-15, but I'm a former policeman or I'm a former Army person, and there's no reason for me to have this weapon. Right. It's all those former Army people wanting to get rid of their former Army <laughs> Yeah. Army, army people, huh? Yeah, soldiers, maybe. Um, I said gun, right? What? No, you huh? said for you said army people. Yeah, like former army, like veterans. Oh, there we go. That's a that's a more legitimate term. Instead of army people, former army, army people. people. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> former you're, army people, veterans, people who are veterans of the former army people. Anyway, so I posted that, and somebody commented right after. This guy's a clown. What a soldier he is. He defends neither liberty nor death, um, and then a bunch of other shit. Fine. And I was like, maybe no, don't, don't. But I am taking a philosophy class. Let's see if I can break down this guy's argument. But then I was like, wait, this isn't even an argument. So let me just point that out to him. And so I said, thank you for attempting to cr- contribute to the conversation. Wow. Um, but everything you said was your opinion without any evidence to back up anything. So good try, but try again better. There's no way that first sentence did not sound like the most sarcastic thing on the internet. So he replied uh, with just an article about another shooting that happened yesterday, um, I think in Maryland. Yeah. And uh, where some, so there was an armed teacher and he took down, I don't, I don't it was, know. Exactly well, it was, a, it was a school resource officer. Yeah, school. So is that a, 
Is that a security officer at the school or no? Well, it's a member of the local police department whose job is to stay on campus okay. and, and act for security and awareness and to help like facilitate. Like yeah. if there's a fight at school or something like that, they, they would cover it. So he posted that and I was like, this doesn't have anything to do with what you just said. Right, because they don't carry AR-15 rifles. <laughs> what you should do is provide evidence to support your claim that this gentleman... And I literally did standard form on this fucker. I was like, A, this gentleman is a clown. B, that he is not a soldier. C, that he defends neither liberty nor death. Oh, and my favorite part, that he said that he has succumbed to a new world order. Oh, and I nice. was like, go ahead and provide evidence that backs up all of these claims. And then we started narrowing it down, and it was like, boom, boom, boom we were having this like conversation about like him basically reeling back everything that he said when it come came down to just like oh people need guns to defend themselves and i was like and i just i don't know if you can hear that how hard my head is shaking into the microphone your head is shaking so hard your eyes are backwards what happened and i and i was just there there's not a that's just not a legitimate claim to defend against a nation of of, of an entire military power yeah it it he, and he was like, but you're not thinking about guerrilla warfare tactics? And I was like, oh, stop. Just stop it. I can't. Can't do it. Um, I mean, I mean, the whole the whole subject is an extremely emotional subject, and that makes it very, very difficult to compromise. Um, it's the same, the same way with every difficult topic in American politics, with um, gun violence, uh, like abortion. I mean, those those very difficult questions that people, everyone has a solution to, but nobody has a solution that works for everybody. And that that's just the difficult part is yeah. that nobody, it's just, it's a very emotional, it's a very emotional topic. No, I, I, I totally, and, and that's when it came down to it, I was like, I was trying to empathize with a guy who was like, you know, I don't, I would rather fight and die to maintain my right to freedom. And then he did, he did call his guns, his freedom makers, which I oh, thought was great. Wow. Um, that was really great. That's uh, fun. Yeah. And then that, that reminds he, me of a Veep episode where it's like the she can't call the guns firearms. They have to call them things that defend. <laughs> these are my freedom makers. These are my things that defend. These yeah. are my things that defend. Anyway, he was just like, I wanna I w- I would die to have that right. And I was like, I totally get that. But also that's kind of what a government does. You give up certain rights or certain uh aspects of your life. So that way they can allow, they can do that to allow you to focus on doing other things. For the safety Um, of the herd. So that's, that's the compromise of a government. And I think that it's worth doing that and you don't. And that's just that. So call your congressman, everyone. This has been our, our political talk show. Thank Um, you for calling the M word, the actual political talk show. We talk about politics. That's what I sound like. That's what every political talk show host sounds like. (laughs) Hello, welcome to ABC's The Political News Hour. I'm Jonathan Cohen. I don't know. Hello, I am all cheeks. I don't know where the rest of my faith is, but I'm pure cheek. That's all I have in my faith. And it, let's talk politics. T- I'm all tongue. What? <laughs> what? He was you all humped tongue. what? He was all tongue is what happened. Oh, okay. All tongue O'Brien is what that, they call me. That's a different scenario. So we ended with that, and then some other guy decided to comment more stuff, and I was like, "This wasn't. This was a. I tried and I failed. It was my fault. I made the bad. I made the. I made Look, the call. Facebook. Was Facebook is never going to be the place where we replace important, actual dialogue for 
for topics like this. Now it creates awareness. That's a good thing social media does, but social media is not an instrument of dialogue. It's just not there because there's so much lost in, in transit between those things and that established tone and prejudice and all these things that people are walking into. It's just not, it's not a place where you can have dialogue. It's not a debating utensil. Is that a word? Yeah. I'm going to stick with that. It's not a debating fork. It's not, it's not a debating fork. It's just not a debating fork. Connor, you know what is a debating fork, though? Yep. I don't have a good segue. Um, I <laughs> So, Connor, a few weeks ago, the Oscars were on TV. Did you watch the Oscars? Oh, no. I don't watch those things. Well, you should have. Because, keep in mind, Connor, I'm going to be saying things that you already know. But this is for the benefit of our hundreds of thousands of listeners. Let the listeners. record show that I have no idea what Kyle is talking about. You do, because a few weeks, or like a week before, no, not even a week before, a few days before the uh, Oscars were on TV, I made a bet with you where we took an Oscar ballot with only the things that we really knew about, which is to say like eight things, and we picked who we thought would win the Oscar, and whoever lost, whoever did not have as many correct answers lost a the bet and there was a punishment involved now connor do you now i remember no this was weeks ago so i know it's very difficult for you to remember but do you know who lost that bet do you know do you know who Uh, lost that bet let me have our do you need to google it uh, no but we do have an on-campus typewriter voiceover assistant who who takes records of all of our conversations hold on i just i do want to break down that real quick an an on-campus typewriter Uh, Something what else else? did I say? <laughs> voiceover. Voiceover assistant. Assistant. So yes. you're saying that while so nothing what said, you're saying I is your voice. I should have just said record keeper. Our our record keeper. Our What's court, the person in a courthouse? Stenographer. Stenographer. Because we should have had our on campus stenographer because we're a school. No, our every every episode of us is a, a legal proceeding, and that's important to know and regard. There's yeah. a judge. There's a judge involved. It's yeah, Jesus, both, the ultimate it's, judge. <laughs> and, it's, and it's Jesus. And we both have, we both are sentenced to an eternity in the fiery depths of uh, Jesus's fireplace. Um, fire is that what, love. that's actually my favorite name of hell I've ever heard. Jesus's fireplace. Jesus. Hey guys. He roasts you like a marshmallow. Let's go to Jesus's fireplace. I mean, <laughs> honestly, so if he's supposed to be a nice guy, That right? should have been the name of the podcast. Jesus's fireplace. Jesus is fireplace because we're in hell. Honestly, so if you can imagine Jesus being such a nice guy and and being, you know, the wonderful man that he was, he's standing up there in heaven whenever all these sinners walk up and he's like, guys, I know now you see me, obviously, but you just weren't there. You didn't have it going on while you were alive. So I am going to send you and I don't like to say the word. Listen, you all saw now you see me one, but none of you saw now you see me two. What? I had a very strong hand in the production of that film, and none of you saw it. No, if anything, Connor, it's the opposite. If they did see Now Me, now You See Me too, they engaged in witchcraft and the occult. How dare you, sir? You know nothing of Jesus, and this is why you have Banished to go to Jesus' fireplace. Jesus's fireplace. You have to go to Jesus' fireplace. I'm so sorry. I don't like to say the fireplace. I'm going to go... Oh, man. You have to go to Jesus' fireplace. Anyway, um, who lost that bet, Connor? Who lost that Oscars bet that we well, talked about have our, our stenographer get back to you. Oh, my gosh. Not Connor! Thanks, stenographer. Why does she sound like she is only a nose? Because that's what that, no- that's what that voice sounded like. I find that offensive! Good. 
No, Connor, you definitely lost that bet. God I, damn, Kyle, I, just go back into the bit. Just finish up the bit that we're talking about. And I okay, do. Go have, ahead. I'm sorry. Go I ahead. I do have proof. I have proof that you lost this bet. Um, I beat you handily, not not as handily, but you had handily? a lot of faith in Phantom handily. Thread that I I felt was misplaced. Yeah, it because it wasn't about like other people's opinions on that matter. It was about my opinion on the movie. Yeah, you played it all wrong. See where I thought that Dunkirk would not get any sort of recognition, but they did, and you got a lot of those correct. But overall, I did still win. Now, Connor, what is the punishment for that bet? Do you remember that? <sighs> that I'll get a t-shirt with your face on it. In the that end. you'll get a t-shirt with my face on it. I felt like you didn't say it loud enough, so I just wanted to make sure that our listeners heard it. You will buy a custom t-shirt with a picture of me on it. Do you know that? Do you remember that? That's still going to happen, Connor. Here's what's going to happen. Now that now that this is fun for you, yeah. I'm going to find the least attractive picture, which won't be hard. Of How you dare you that say I there's not a single find. unattractive picture of me. And unless, I'm going to cover a shirt in it. Unless I was 12, in which case I did have a bowl cut during that era. Ooh, so boy. that does not look great. I need that one. I'm going to call your parents, whose don't, numbers I have. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. I'm a, uh, I, Give me a picture you. of Kyle when he was 12 and bowl cut version. And it's just going to be your face underneath and then on top of that it'll say the m word it's actually it's actually really sad because during that time period we went on a cruise as a family so there's like a lot of pictures of me with this hell yeah it's real bad guys Kyle, Um, you're done so i'm gonna buy the shit out of that shirt (laughs) good you can wear it all you want it has to go on your body though um so connor i do feel like you will need to share on instagram and twitter um the picture of the t-shirt we will work on this together to get that done um but if you would like to see that please like follow us on twitter and i don't please remember like, what the name follow, is follow like and subscribe to our channel i think it's oh, that's at i think it's at m word pod because that's our website too so follow that on twitter and you can see the wonderful shirt that connor will have to wear um for a year a full year um you have to buy 10 <laughs> no, i can't <laughs> full year no other shirts the no entire shirts. year yeah no i'll just need some support with that um Support finding it, support making it, support buying it financially, support wearing it. Support. Um, also a bra for support. Also, I need several bras, Kyle. So many bras. I'm so saggy. Connor, you know who's going to love that shirt? Who? The critics. The critics are going to love that shirt. But you know what the critics didn't like? Critics didn't like? Critics? You know what the, the- crickets didn't like? When Frogs. you were super loud right next to him because then they stopped making sounds. No, I do apologize. I am I am deeply ashamed of my mispronunciation of the words critic. Critics. Cricket. Critic. Critic. What what did the crickets say, Kyle? What the are you talking about? Critics they did not like this movie, of which the review I'm I'm reading right now in the Chicago Tribune. And Connor, what I want to do is this is our new game. It's welcome to the critics corner. Everything is corners. The cricket, the cricket's corner. <laughs> the cricket's corner. Welcome to the cricket's corner. That's our. That's it. That just sounds like an old phone. Um, so I've got. Oh I've got God! A, the bat's back. Sorry. What bat? <laughs> you know the eighteen-wheeler. Oh, you called week. it the bat. The, it was a bat, wasn't it? Oh, it was a bat. It I was did, a bat. I forgot yeah. everything that we did before. Um, each episode is actually a fresh new episode and all episodes before it never existed um 
No, I've got a I've got a critical review of a movie, um, and it is from the Chicago Tribune by Michael Phillips. Great job, Mike. Um, got great work. It came out today, actually. Um, it's a movie that's coming out this this weekend. Do not look up any movies that are coming out this weekend, Connor. I can see the reflection of your screen in your glasses through FaceTime. Do not look at anything. I'll, I'll see. Do you it. also see like the ugly mug that I'm having to stare at? Do you see that? No. I just see your ugly mug. So here's the sentence. <laughs> nice right comeback. I, 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 <laughs> no, no I, I, just see, I just see your ugly mug. And then I tried to talk so that it didn't <laughs> give no room for, for, for any criticism, um, ironically. Um, I'm going to read the sentence without the name of the movie, and okay. you have to tell me which movie it is. Okay? What movie? Okay. All right. Tell me what movie they are reviewing. This okay, is, and it. this is like the opening sentence of the review. This movie maybe not oh that's a typo Chicago Tribune you need to get on your shit <laughs> I'm going to read it as it's written this is embarrassing Michael Michael I praised you and now I'm destroying you um <laughs> this movie maybe not be much but in the spirit of the film itself let's be realistic it's better than any of the Transformer movies and shorter would you like that again so this haunt, this movie may maybe maybe not be too much. No, 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 no. That no. threw me off. Exactly. That's I, the I, typo. Stopped, I stopped listening to anything you said after that <laughs> to try to imagine these words on a screen, and I can't. Go ahead one more time. Okay, I'm going I'm to give it to you again. This movie maybe not be much. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, come on, Michael. This is embarrassing for all of us. I trusted you. <laughs> I'm going to assume Michael's saying, this movie may not be much, but in the spirit of the film itself, let's be realistic. It's better than any of the Transformer movies, and shorter. Okay. Do I get anything else? No. Okay. I'll give you it's a sequel. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, fuck. What came, what's the sequel that came out? Um, well, it's not out yet. Oh, okay. It's the review just yet. came out today. I think it comes out this weekend. Fuck. Michael was rushing to get that review out. He was like, I gotta get this done. This movie's gonna, gonna be not be much. It's gonna be the, <laughs> It may not be being too much, but I'm in the too spirit of the fit of his I'm a cricket. Look at me. Oh, that explains cricket. it. He's a cricket. He's trying to this type maybe a look. Not too much. That's what Perfect. a cricket sounds like? What the fuck? Ba- got Jiminy over doing? here. Look at you. God fucking Jiminy Cricket's our stenographer now. Um What movie is it? I don't know at all. I have no fucking clue. Okay, I'm going to give you two lead actors that are in the all right, picture. All right, I'm going I'm to get this one. John Boyega of Star Wars fame. Oh, Pacific Rim 2. Yeah, Pacific Rim Uprising. The only reason I know that is because I follow that guy on Instagram. Yeah, and he's he cool. he posts a lot about his movies. He's very, very cool. It's also got he, uh, Clint He's Eastwood's a super cool it. guy. He's got the smoothest skin I've ever seen. That sounded creepy. I, Welcome to Creepy I just, Corner, I just where Connor remember, says something creepy. I just remember like seeing him in the uh, the Force Awakens, yeah. and just like seeing him on that big big screen, and like there wasn't a single like marking on his face. It and was like, just like he's in a desert. How is, how is no, he popped right so out of the womb, and oh, no. that's what his face looks like now. Why are you picturing these people coming out of wombs? 
Oh, I guess not out of the womb because they're all like sticky and shit. But like, actually, amniotic you know, fluid is supposed to be very good for the skin. That's why baby okay. skin is that way. Let's talk so more then about. So why don't we fluid. use amniotic fluid for our faces, guys? We need to quarantine all pregnant ladies and take their amniotic fluid. Take their juices. Give us the juices. Give us your juice. Why are we always talking about juices on this show? Juice fluid. Pacific Rim Uprising baby is fluid. not looking good, guys. It does. It have, may be not be too good. <laughs> it may be not be good, boo. Um, it got 53% on the tomato meter. Oh, boy. That's what we should do next time is you let me guess what the Rotten Tomatoes score is, and I'll tell you whether or not I'm not seeing that goddamn movie. Connor, if it's below 90, win. I'm not seeing that stupid-ass movie. You win every time. Uh, I do have friends, though. I have friends, though, that swear by Pacific Rim as one of their favorite movies, and I, I haven't seen it. I do know Guillermo del Toro directed the first one. Um, yeah, and but it looked so ridiculous to me. I actually, I saw it. I don't, it was like forever ago. And I do oh, not really? remember, I did not have any critical thought about anything at that time. Uh, I had but no I remember just being thoughts. like, I had no critical thoughts. I was just like, the movie did, did good, did, did, flying around on the robot. But like, whenever I saw it, I was like, this is fine. This is good. But like that style of like, I, I can't remember if this movie is it. I know that Edge of Tomorrow was based on like, some type of Japanese writer book yeah. that was really, really good. I don't know if Pacific Rim 2 was a similar one. I think it was. Um, I think it was, yeah. Either way, like, that stuff, it is fascinating because of, like, the general premise that sci-fi genres go into um, that I like. I like those questions, and I and I find those super fascinating. But, like, this, I just, I don't imagine a second one being any better. It's just, it's just except, Power Rangers and fighting robots. Except they got John Boyega. <sighs> they do and you know that skin, skin is just John Boyega. They're gonna pop on that screen. Oh, it's also got Charlie Day in it. Of uh, it's always I sunny know. in Philadelphia. I know that much. I'm learning so much about this movie that looks terrible. Yeah, Michael it's always like, said. Now, do you like want to watch it? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Michael. Michael also says, God knows some of the dialogue has been around. Quote: Let's do this. Or quote: We only get one shot at this. So he's really trashing the screenwriters. But to be fair, writing is hard, and I think Michael proves that in his first sentence. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's our critic uh, uh, critic review game, for which is going to have critic, a cricket corners. Cricket corners. We're going to have a real snappy title um, for this game. It is. I mean, it's going to be called Cricket's Corner now, and um, and that's something that's happened. So we Speaking can't stop this of train. Mass cricket famine that oh, is no. destroying our planet. Let's solve a problem, Kyle. Okay. We got a big old problem today. Yep. What's that? That is that? plaguing our our nation and our our people. Our people. Our pe- people. God, I don't ever want to say that again, our people. Um, but it's meninism. Meninism. It's it's uh instead of using just like a masculine form of like feminism, they instead of like saying ma- mascu- masculinism? I feel like that's something else. Masculinity is, I Mas- think, the word you're looking for. Masochist. But femininity is the other word for that. Masochist is something totally different. I think that's where a guy has sex with a car. Oh, my God. I was wondering. All the things I was reading was not right. <laughs> very, they very need, different. I, because, like, the only thing the only thing that I had to say was just stop it. Stop it. Tailpipes should be left alone. Or at least use condoms, please. Yeah, it's dirty. Ew. That's dirty. That's one of my favorite videos I've ever seen was like the, not of someone fucking a car. I haven't seen that. Not, oh, okay. Not recently anyway. But they did have like the the person had the relationship with their car. Um, yeah. And that's H- cute. Hands on a hard body. That's a game. Have you ever heard of that game? Let's solve a problem, Kyle. Okay. 
It's a very it interesting game. It sounds like we're just finding more problems that we can't solve nor want to be in any way associated with. I cannot, um, I cannot say enough. Hands on a hard body is not a sexual thing. It is a giving away a truck thing. It's, um, a, it's a particular thing, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a... Uh, I, I, what is it? I saw a trailer for that uh that popular movie slash not i don't remember what ended up having to do it that was such a good description (laughs) thank you i'm very good at describing things with my words uh the red pill see that's one of those things that our racist editor is going to cut out for us please race (laughs) what's it called (laughs) slur cut slur cut cut the slurs please Anyway, sorry, what? You are watching a very popular movie trailer. No, I didn't I didn't I watched the trailer for uh The Red Pill, which like discusses actual problems facing guys. Okay. That I was like, oh, those like seem legitimate problems in and of themselves, like mainly things like the fact that guys are are the only guys are drafted, like only guys can be drafted or I guess like but yeah. the but the thing is at least in the problems that I I I have seen those problems come from the need to be dominant over women. Yeah. So like the reason that they're, yeah, the reason that they were drafted is because they were seen as they're the fighters there. We are the only ones who can protect. You can't protect. You're weak. And they clearly haven't seen Black Panther yet where the basically secret service is all female and they're badass. Or like the reason that guys are, can't like they were talking about, um, what's it? Uh, abusers like domestic abuse and how guys are have have that problem yeah um still but and they feel like but they feel like they can't talk about it because they they have to be stronger however because it's but, embarrassing there's right. a humiliation right but yeah. it's still stemming from the initial focus of needing to be the dominant one in the relationship so whenever you're not it's demasculating Right. Rather than, but, but, and, and, I, and it's not supposed to be about minimizing that problem because it still sucks that you're dealing with that and that still it needs to be addressed. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that that is something that is like inherently like it's, oh, it's, it's, it, people don't talk about men's problems because women have, I guess, more or something. I don't know. Well, here's the thing, Connor. Everything you just said is correct. And none of that is what meninism is, which is crazy. Oh. Yeah, because apparently Mininism is basically a joke that people started on Twitter of people complaining about like facing empowered women and having to like move aside for and and having to become not not first in line for everything. And then like it started raising questions of, you know, once it started as a joke, like three or five years ago online, people were like, oh, I'm a Mininist. I'm like. Because uh, feminisms are feminists are in charge now, so I'm a meninist because I'm oppressed. When really that's not happening. But like you're saying, there is still inequality, which that kind of brings me to what I was thinking as far as like this problem of what does this problem of meninism where does that come from? Which is it's obviously a response from feminism, like as feminism has like started from the 1800s going into today. Like feminism is a thing. But did you know? Connor, that I forgot your name for a second, but I said it. Did and you I, know, Coher, Travis, Coher? I don't like ends, Coher. Um, although that does make you sound very Jewish, which is cool. Actually, um, the reason that I say Coher is because at that Canadian wedding I went to with you, somebody yeah. was like actually Irish and was like, "Hey, in Ireland, your name is pronounced this way." So that's how I got that. Coher, yeah, Coher. Anyway, 
And just to be clear, we did not get married in Canada, correct? We are married in holy matrimony. It's not holy if it's two dudes. That's what Jesus says. No, the, do you know now that in 2015... In Jesus' fireplace. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, Jesus' fireplace. No, in 2015, Vox did a, a poll, like a science poll. Not a science what poll, but a scientific oh, poll. Yeah. He, they took a science poll. They took a science they poll. whacked a meninist with it. <laughs> they said, what do I do with the science poll? Um, yeah. No, they did a, a scientific poll, and 43% said that feminism is being talked about roughly the same. Like, it's not anymore. Now, this is obviously 2015. This is before Weinstein and sexual harassment and all that. But feminism has been around, has been a term since the mid-1800s, going into suffrage and women's right to vote, and then the 60s with women empowerment and sexuality, and then the 1990s with like the Anita Hill testimony against Judge Clarence Thomas of being sexually harassed, and now today with the Me Too movement and Time's Up, like feminism is a thing that's happening a lot, and 85% of people in this poll believe in gender equality, right, which is what feminism is about. But 18% consider themselves a feminist in that same poll. So 80% said gender equality is good, and that's a thing we need to work on and work towards. But 18% consider themselves a feminist. And this is what I think the problem is. I think the problem is labels. Because when you say feminist, it sounds anti-men. It sounds, it's, it sounds like a, an elevation of women over men. Which is right. not what their movement is about, even though some feminists can speak and act like that. And there obviously has to be a redistribution of, of things to, to make it equal. But whenever, like nine times out of ten, when people are talking about feminism, they're talking about gender equality. So right. that's why I think, I think meninism is this feeling threatened by this feminism label that is difficult to overcome. And what I really love about Time's Up and Me Too is that nobody talks or really says the word feminism that much. It's always about, we need to fix gender inequality. We need to fix pay inequality. And, and so it's, it's focusing on the equality part, which is that's like, that's the actual problem we need to solve. We, we don't need to, we don't need to try and figure out which gender needs to be better than the other. It's about ma like maintaining that we are all equal because we are humans and that's a good thing and that we don't need to embrace a label that says we are one gender better than the other, but rather we need to uh, like focus on the issue of I'm a human. We need to work on these together. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I mean, all of that was true. It's just, none of that was funny. It was not funny. Not Connor, Cause we're solving problems. Was funny. In we're this solving comedy problems. Podcast. I just, who said this was a comedy podcast. It's that's the, that's the genre. I, that was a mistake. I thought it said comic sans. And I thought I was choosing a font. So that is my fault. And it, you can't change it, apparently. DM word. That's what it would read in, in Comic, Comic Sans. Sans. No, I just like I just think Comic Sans is like the funniest font, you know? Every time you look at it, you're like, oh, that's funny. Oh, that's no, they say it's like it's funny, like, um, that's kinda that's kinda funny. No, it's like a it's like papyrus. It's just one of those fonts that you just like get it. As papyrus soon as you see it. Gets me going every time. Every time, fonts in general will get me going, dude. I was writing with uh with like my fancy pen, yeah, which is my uh what's it called? Whenever it's 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 a fountain pen. Ooh. I was writing with a I got a fucking fountain pen. That's fun. and whenever I write with it, I feel like I'm signing the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I'm like writing down. Signature. I'm like here's the definition of an ex extensional or 
ostensive definite. I don't know. I was studying the philosophy early. No, it's not. It's ostensive uh, for this particular Austin, thing. Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Speaking of Austin, explosions. Just kidding. We're going to go back to my fountain pen. I was writing with it, and it was so smooth. Yeah. So Connor's discovered pens. No, I discovered pens like a year ago, and I okay. can't stop talking about it. Wow. Right now I'm writing with this pen that you can see that's blue. Yeah, that's um, a blue pen. But it's not. Thanks. I can I can say colors too. You're blue, and I'm and I was writing with it, and it's it's just got this smooth like kind of markery deal. But it's also I'm gonna stop talking. Is about it a felt pens. pen? Is that what you're going, talking about? It's a felt pen. <laughs> Connor has discovered pens, guys. We're so I mean, happy. In, in high school, it was just like, I just need anything to write with. Your pencil, your pen. I'll use my blood and, a sh- and like a knife. Like, what do I need to do just to circle this fucking quiz answer? Did you use pens or pencils when you were in high school more? Um, Pens. Yeah, I hated pencils. I couldn't stand the feel of them. I remember when we switched from pens to from pencils to pens, yeah. and I was like, "Oh god, this shit's so fucking cool!" And then I realized yeah. gel pens are Satan. Yeah. Oh wait, no. I think I liked gel pens. I haven't used a pen in many years. I, That's right. I think you only I use an Apple pens. pencil. I do. I only write on screens, regardless of whether it's an iPad or not. I take mm-hmm. notes on my TV a lot. It's ridiculous. Interesting. I can't see any of them though. That's the problem. Did we solve meninism? I think we did. Yeah, Guys, quit calling yourself so. meninists and feminists. Y'all are cool, but let's let's just let's just focus on making sure everybody's treated nice as a human, huh? I'm a humanist. I think that's a different thing, actually. Yeah, all lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not jumping down that hole. No! Which actually, maybe that is part of that connection. Is that like people were like, "All lives matter," but it's like, well, yeah, but like Black lives right now are not feeling like they matter, and maybe that's kind of similar to like feminism because it's the women who are not feeling the equality. So, like, let's label something that like we need to make women more equal in this kind of place. It's not saying that men aren't, yeah, although you do have more, but it's saying that like women need to be a little bit further up in that shit. You know, equality is a tough nut to crack. I think about this a lot because. There's a Google employee who sued Google for uh, discrimination or gender discrimination because he was fired and he believed that he was fired to make way for more women, like uh, to increase diversity. And I mean, obviously, nobody should be discriminated on, discriminated upon based on their... Nobody should be discriminated on. Nobody should be discriminated on based on their gender. I I am pretty sure from the article I read, because this was a few months ago, that he was shit at his job. So that's a thing you can be discriminated on. But there's a thing with equality, right? If if scales are imbalanced, there's only two ways that you can fix imbalanced scales. You have to move weight from one side to the other until it levels out. Or you have to wait until you get more heavy things to put on on the, the scale that's lower or no higher. So there so it's only it's one way or the other. And obviously the quickest way to fix it is to take whatever's on the lower scale and move it over to the higher scale until they're equal. Like, that's just a thing that's going to happen. And, of course, it's going to make people uncomfortable, people that are in power. But does that mean it's a bad thing? I don't know. That's not my job. Quit asking me. Quit asking me. Why are you trying to get me to solve your fucking problems? Yeah. Look, I got car payments and shit I got to do. And, yeah, I can't be focused on all that. But I do think about it a lot. (sighs) Did we solve the problem? Yeah, close. I mean, as close as we were going to get. I mean, we solved it way more than we solved Russia last week. I figured out my favorite pen. <laughs> I figured out 
what <laughs> face I'm going to have on my body for a period of time. What? Um, I figured, I'm just trying to figure out what we figured out in the pod th- this week. Oh, I just thought you were just saying you just I'm went just back to your pen. I'm just talking about things pen. that I want to buy. I need to get bread. <laughs> what kind of what kind of pen do you want? Oh, I need to get more fountain pens. Yeah, those are expensive. You can get one like Monogram with your name on it that has its own little cubby. I'm not trying to get a fucking Mont Blanc, okay? I'm trying to get like a mountain pen. A mountain pen? Connor, <laughs> what is happening? You're on an audio podcast. You can't keep on fucking up words. Hold on. I do want to go back to what is a Mont Blanc? What did you say? Mont Blanc. Mont, Mont Blanc. What did you say? Isn't that, isn't that like the fancy pen? I don't know. I don't use fancy pens. It's the pen that has a diamond on the end or something. What? There's a pen with a diamond in it? Kyle, listen. Okay. Next week, we're going to solve pens. We're going to solve pens. Which its main problem is that Kyle doesn't know shit about them. Okay, but we don't need really pens. I mean, I can get a Bic pen for like a nickel. Yeah, and those Bic pens are trash. They defame the word pen. Guys, I'm a I'm a peninist. I want to Thank you for watching for the M word. <laughs> <laughs> no, do it. We're done. This is over. I'm done with this show. Thank you for tuning in to the M Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I want to thank Grant O'Brien for our lovely intro outro music. We don't have a name for it. He he didn't name what he wrote for us. Connor, let's name it. I'm gonna call it Electric Sex Noise. We no, both went with sex, didn't out. we? Yeah. Did you say sexual noise? I said electric sex. Oh God, See? we're just the same. And I don't like either of those answers. They were no, both No, we're going to go with juice fluid. It's called juice fluid. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, so juice thank you. Fluid. Thank you Grant to Grant O'Brien for our intro fluid. and outro music called Juice Fluid. Juice Fluid. You can buy it on Spotify. Um, that's not true. For a nickel. For a nickel. Just like a big pen. It comes with a big pen in the download. <laughs> um, check, your, check your CD drive if you still have that. Um, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. I had a lot of fun. I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.